go loopy loo. Here we go loopy light. Here we go loopy loo. All on a Saturday night. Hello, this is Luby with Luby's Lullabies podcast. I'm going back to the chestnut man for today's podcast um, because what's quite interesting is the timeline with the book. Uh, it starts on a date, 31st of October, and it flicks back to the 5th of October and consequently the storyline actually unfolds. And it is quite interesting because when I got to the end of the book, I actually went back to the beginning to read that first chapter again because then it all made sense. It's um, a fairly intriguing book, as I mentioned before. It is one of those scandic noir books, uh, very noir, I might add. And the first chapter I'm going to read to you is a bit grim. So I hope you're ready for this. A bit grim is this chapter, and I'm not joking. It's not very long, so let me hold your attention for just a short while. And the date of this is the 5th of October, the 5th of October. So here we go. Hold your breath. The voice is everywhere in the darkness. It whispers softly and mocks her. It picks her up when she falls, and it whirls her around in the wind. Laura... Kjar, not sure how I spell, uh, correctly said that, can't see any more. She can't hear the whistling of the leaves in the trees or feel the cold grass beneath her feet. All that is left is the voice which keeps whispering between the bludgeon's blows. If she stops resisting, she thinks, the voice might go quiet, but it doesn't. It keeps going, and so do the blows, until at last she can't move. Too late, she feels the sharp teeth of the saw against her wrist, and before she loses consciousness, she hears the mechanical noise of the saw blade and her own bones being severed. I told you it was a bit grim. Afterwards, she doesn't know how long she's been gone. The darkness is still there, so is the voice, and it's as though it has been waiting for her return. Are you okay, Laura? Its tone is soft and affectionate and much too close to her ear. But the voice doesn't wait for an answer. For a moment, it removes the thing that was stuck over her mouth and Laura Hill hears herself begging and pleading. She doesn't understand anything. She'll do anything. Why her? What has she done? The voice says she knows perfectly well what she's done. It bends down very close and whispers into her ear and she can tell it has been looking forward to exactly this moment. She has to concentrate to hear the words. She understands what the voice is saying. She can't believe it. The pain is greater than all her other injuries. It can't be that. It mustn't be that. She pushes the words away as though they're part of the madness that engulfs her in the blackness. She wants to stand up and keep fighting, but her body gives in and she stops, she sobs hysterically. She's known it for a while, yet somehow not, and only now, as the voice whispers it to her, does she understand that it's true. She wants to scream as loudly as she can, but her guts are already halfway up her throat, and when she feels the blood and stroke her cheek, she flings herself headlong with all her strength and staggers deeper into the gloom. It's a short chapter, but it's quite grim and very graphic. So I, I, I do apologise for that right now. But that is part of the book. And 
it is a gripping book. And as I say, the timeline flicks a little bit. So we have to be uh, patient and we have to see the story unfold with the different characters there are and exactly where it's going and why, more to the point, where and why. And I'm going to finish this uh, podcast today just with a little saying that I thought I'd read to you. And I'm going to end most of my podcast with something quite nice, um, not always necessarily uplifting, but just some nice things that I thought I'd add. And please listen out for them. So just hold on a second. I'm going to find the one I'm looking for. So here's a very famous saying by Mae West. And I've got lots of different sayings I'm going to be uh adding to my podcasts um, when I find something that I think is inspiring or funny or whatever. So this is Mae West and she said, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. And I'm going to leave you with that thought today. And thank you for listening to Luby at Luby's Lullabies podcast. And look out for my next one. I'm going to be adding a little bit more onto this particular book in my next podcast which will be here very, very soon. Thank you for listening.